Hello, beautiful people. Happy Fearless Challenge Day 3. Today's topic is what is my deepest belief and why? And it's so interesting when you have to reflect on a question like this. One of my biggest takeaways from this exercise was that my beliefs are changing or evolving, I think is a better way to put it. Regardless, my biggest belief is that with these three um, three things, three facets, three whatever you want to call them, that we can help millions of people that are impacted by addiction. And I, and I say impacted by addiction because I mean, not just the, the folks struggling, but the, the folks around them, the coworkers, the family members, the children, the parents, everybody impacted by addiction. Um, There's secret people impacted by addiction too, or not so obvious, like a, like an employer, right? If, if they have someone who is gambling specifically and maybe embezzling or maybe just stealing time to take off and go to the casino, which I have been guilty of, um, there's a lot of people impacted by addiction. So what are those three? What are those three things that I believe freaking wholeheartedly? And, and I, and I know this because I've seen them in action and this is where I'm at. So the very first one, and it's, it's two, um, two characteristics that I'm going to group together. And they are grace and compassion. Now, this was a game changer for me. Game changer at my last job and now in my household. Um, with my employees, as, a, as someone who has always been like a manager in a leadership role, I used to expect the worst. I used to not think that people were entitled to like their personal life. Like keep their, keep your shit at home. It's, it's not mine. I don't, I don't, you know, when you're at work, be at work, be present, be at work. Um, And in my last role, managing people remotely in different places of the country, it didn't matter whether I was in Ohio or Kentucky or California. It's this trick of offering grace and compassion. And this just evolved this last November. Uh, We were going through some crazy stuff and we just had to give these new folks, like they're trying to learn things remotely we were under the gun with all this stuff behind the scenes that they didn't understand. The customer didn't understand. So we had to give all these people grace and compassion, including our leadership. Like my boss, I I, I had to say to him at one point, I'm giving you grace and compassion because you don't understand where I'm at right now. And like, that's the best I can do. I don't know what's on your plate. You don't maybe know what's on mine. And um, it just really changed it changed the way the employees produced, showed up for themselves, for their work. I'd like to think that the ripple impacted their home. You know, like if if they were offering grace and compassion to themselves, like I didn't train with the gotcha effect anymore. I, I trained with the, we, if you make a mistake, cool, let's learn and talk about it and train into something else. Um, and, and, just looked for the good stuff, really celebrating people um, in personal. Uh, you know, I'm in an environment right now where it's interesting. There's three personalities in the household. I'm used to living by myself. And, um, you know, we have the addiction cloud all around us. And what I found is by offering grace and compassion, 
to myself and to the people I live with, um, things are getting better. Like, I don't know what's happening in your day. Uh, I don't know what you're feeling in this moment. I don't know if what I communicated, you heard me the right way. Um, I don't know what you're feeling, you know, per se, because not everybody wants to talk about their stuff or, um, you know, have therapy over a bad mood. So uh, it's working in my household. It's working right now, even though um, it's working more as a coping mechanism for me right now when it comes to my niece. Like my heart is completely broken that our relationship is not the same and that she doesn't want much to do with me and she doesn't want to share me in her life when... um, when the whole thing started with her life changes. Um, but I have to give her grace and compassion because she's, she's doing what she's doing and she's learning what she's learning. And if she thinks that I handled something wrong, then that's fine. I can't control, um, her perception or what she thinks or beliefs. I can only control mine. So I'm going to give her grace and compassion and time to get through whatever she needs to. We'll be all right. I know we'll be all right. And that's, that's the coping piece is by offering grace and compassion to even the situation, it's going to get better. All right. Number two, ready for number two, love, love. Do I have the little emoji? Let me do the little love emoji. Here we go. Did it pop up? There we go. All right. So love. Um, I'm, I wrote about it as unconditional love, which is really freaking hard, right? Like um, once this became on my radar, uh, you know, we can throw around the term unconditional love and probably from a place of faith, most people think that God or Jesus is the only one who's capable, but I think that we can be capable if we work at it. And it kind of falls in that box with grace and compassion, because if you love unconditionally or you're giving grace and compassion, you're not building resentment. You're not holding what the other person is doing, that condition, that thing that would have normally turned you off or or dampered your relationship. You're not doing that because you're just loving them anyway. Uh, And I think I learned a piece of that. Um, from Joel Olstein's podcast, he was talking about when people are going through shit, like an addiction, instead of telling them, you know, well, you're an addict or pointing out all the bad things. Um, what about loving them through that? And that was really like a pivotal shift for me. And that's where it really started. And of course, of course, loving ourselves, we have to love ourselves first. And part of my mission is to teach, um, the folks who are struggling with mental, not wellness or mental um, struggles like addiction. If you love yourself first, like that's the very first thing. If you love yourself enough to, to, to make the choice or to make the effort to come out of that and where you're from and what you're doing, and then you compound it with the grace and compassion to learn through it. Um, I just think that those are I I believe wholeheartedly those are the pillars for success because I can see it, whether I was consciously doing it or not. um, Maybe other people were doing it for me early in my recovery journey, you know, holds in a place, giving me the time to learn and make the mistakes. Um, Even when we go back out, when we go back out, like how many times did I try to quit gambling or smoking or drinking or, or whatever. And we go back out, giving ourselves the grace and compassion and self-love to know that we're worth it and it's okay. You know, like we'll get through it. I actually uh, wanted to do this about my belief in uh, everything happening for a reason, but 
Uh, I don't want to digress, but for me, upon reflection, and this is where I landed at some of these things, was that I had to go through going back to the casino or going through rehab or doing the things that have happened in my journey to get where I am today, to even be able to share this message, right? I would not have told you this seven years ago. I was still in attitude mode. So, all right, ready for the third thing? And this I've learned the last three or four years, like by being in self-development world um, and classes and by podcasting and having guests on the show. And in the entrepreneur world, it's very, um, it looks maybe a little different. It, it looks maybe more like affiliate marketing or sharing stages or um, exposure or co-teaching. But the the last thing I believe will help us impact many, many lives. And, and I truly believe not just those impacted by addiction. If we do this right, we'll ripple into everybody because if we're full of love, grace, and compassion, how could we not just impact everybody around us? But the last thing is collaboration. And I've had this dream of three, two, one, no kidding for um, very robustly um, for about five years. I had, I had inklings back God, years ago, not knowing that the, it, like I was given pieces of the puzzle and didn't really understand it. Um, other beliefs of mine, like adults should play and have fun and um, that there should be quiet places for adults to go and have some reprieve from children, especially if you don't have them. Um, nothing against children, as I always say, because it's not about that. It's just about um, children are children. And we got to give them grace and compassion to scream and yell and throw their tantrums and do their things. But I just want a place where I don't have to be subjected to that if I don't want to be. So um, so collaboration. So for three, two, one, the last few years, I'm like, okay, I got to figure out how to do all the things. I got to teach myself. I got to I got to execute them all. And and what I was realizing is the more I needed to learn, the further away the execution and the reality of it was going. So the last few months, I've really been stewing on um, approaching the whole project with collaboration. So now I'm building a community of um, volunteers, like people that want to be there and do it, right? Um, not necessarily hiring employees that don't um, or knowing that I can't do it all myself um, and giving people the gift of collaboration. Could you imagine, and by the way, this is going to happen, but could you imagine if I absolutely change the freaking world, I get the recovery playgrounds all built and lots of people are changing. And I tried to do that all by myself and I pulled it off. I would be robbing all the other people that want to be in an adventure like that or have a purpose that that's fulfilling or some satisfaction in healing from dealing with the folks struggling with addiction in their life. So those are my, my beliefs on how we're going to change and influence the world, um, especially those impacted by addiction. So grace and compassion, love and collaboration. Thanks, beautiful people. Appreciate you being here. And I will talk to you with Fearless Challenge Day 4 soon.